Trials and tribulations, life can get rough. And through the storm, we'll make it. Just put your trust in Him. No matter what you're going through, I know that I'll never leave you. You feel that you can't take no more. You may think you've seen it all. Happy people, it's time once again for another podcast. We are talking about something fun that just warms the cockles of my heart. It's all about beauty today in the podcast. But first, as always, if you are inspired to do some work on yourself to improve some areas in your life and you feel like you need some professional assistance in doing that, go to betterhelp.com backslash get happy with Jay. You're going to be able to try a week's free counseling at the service that provides professional licensed therapists and they specialize in every area of your life that you could possibly need assistance with. Family issues, depression, you name it, they've got you covered and they can help you. It's a great affordable and private way to do it. The sessions are online. You can either do them via text, via video, you name it, and your therapist is available when you need them to be, which is so awesome. So once again, just by being a listener to this podcast, you can get a free week just to try it out. And hopefully you'll be inspired and like it enough that you'll want to continue and be a subscriber to the service. But it's betterhelp.com backslash get happy with Jay so you can try therapy. And I think you will definitely love it. I'm excited. My guest does not know how long I've been thinking about this and wanting to have her on because she is such an expert and a true guru. Welcome, Lanisha Nazan. She is the owner, proprietor of Soft Glamour Beauty. She does all things makeup and she does it phenomenally. And coming soon, I am going to get her on my face and you're going to see pictures on the website. And just for her, because I never do this, I admit I do not like to do photos without makeup, but I will even allow a before and after, which is like something, trust me, I never do. But I'm going to do it in the coming weeks and I'm going to be a paying customer too. You charge me the absolute full price because I want it done from the ruta to the tuta. I want the brows done. I want it all. So welcome Lanisha and if you want to see her amazing work please I encourage you to go to her website softglamourbeauty.com. If you're in the central Illinois area where we live and you've got any special event coming up, let her hook your face up. She does all races, all skin, you name it, you will be absolutely beautiful. As a matter of fact, I just saw your work, Lanisha, last week. I attended a wedding and the bride was just absolutely stunning. She came in and I was like, oh, she is breathtaking. And you could just tell it was your work. But anyway, we'll get into that. So Lanisha, introduce yourself. I've kind of done it, but what would you like to say about what it is that you do? Well, first of all, I want to say thank you for having me on the podcast. I'm so excited for you in this podcast. Thank you. 
when I listen to podcasts, the first person that comes to mind is you. And it's like, why hasn't she started a podcast yet? So when yeah. I, I saw that you started one, I'm like, perfect. She's the perfect person to have a podcast. But oh, thank you. There's nothing much that I need to say about myself. I'm a makeup artist. I love artistry. I come from a background of just loving arts and having a love. I was going to ask you, like, what got you into into makeup, specifically that art be, form? To be honest, my mom did. Really? My mom she doesn't to, wear makeup. She doesn't. But when I was a kid, she used to wear a red lipstick. She always had mascara on and liner. Uh-huh. And I used to just sit at her feet and watch her all day doing her makeup. Aww. So she did at that time frame she more wore she wore a little bit more makeup than she does now. Uh-huh. But she was the reason why I fell in love with makeup. Oh, and your mom is beautiful too, <laughs> so she doesn't even like need it. No. So yeah, I think I fell in love with makeup probably for the same reason. My grandmother raised me, but whenever I was visiting my mom, she was always made up to the nines. And just to watch her make that transformation because she was already a beautiful woman. And that's one thing that I really want to emphasize during this show you're not beautiful because of the makeup absolutely you are a canvas absolutely and the canvas is already beautiful because sometimes it gets annoying when people say oh when someone tells them oh your makeup looks good right no stop saying that to people say no you look beautiful the makeup is just a tool and it enhances Mm -hmm. what's there because if it's not there you can cake it on it ain't nothing happening nothing (laughs) nothing okay absolutely Absolutely nothing's happening. So, yeah, if you're beautiful with makeup, that means you're beautiful without it. Absolutely. I agree. This is a misconception, but. Yeah. Yeah. So we're here to educate. Absolutely. (laughs) So your work is absolutely beautiful. When did you decide that this was something that you were going to start doing seriously? I started doing makeup in 2008 when I was in college. So that was a while ago. Um, But I didn't have an understanding of makeup artistry. I didn't know that Uh that was a thing that you could actually do. So I kind of just was doing makeup because it's like, hey, she has a lot of makeup. She knows how to do it. Let's Mm -hmm. let her do it. Um, When I came back home, I started doing makeup here and there for prom. So my sisters were one. um, Their friends were another. Uh And then someone told me, you should start charging for it. Absolutely. And I'm like, I didn't know that I could actually charge. This is just something that I like to do. Yeah, because it's your time and you're using your product, which is not cheap. Yeah, it's it's definitely not cheap. But at that time frame, makeup artistry wasn't a big thing. You didn't have all of these different types of makeup artistry. Yeah. Um, So when I started doing it, I just was doing it because it was something fun for me to do. Mm -hmm. Um, And then when it became something that you could make money off of, then people were like, well, maybe you should start charging for it. Yeah. Um, So I would say maybe the last maybe five or six years is when I kind of started to take it a little bit serious. And when I tell you she is a professional, she actually has a studio. <laughs> We're not talking about you're coming to her kitchen <laughs> over the sink. Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> that was the first thing my mom said when I started to take it serious. She's like, you need to get a space. You yeah. cannot keep doing this in your home. Absolutely. Because you want your home to be private. Yes. That's your sanctuary. Absolutely. That, you know. So anyway, you do beautiful work. Thank what you. are your inspirations? Who and what inspires you when you're thinking about even whether it's a look or anything? I kind of just go off of off the client. Uh-huh. Um, I always ask, how are you feeling today? What are you wearing? What's the occasion? Mm-hmm. Are you scared of color? Have you ever worn makeup before? I kind of have a mm-hmm. conversation with my client so I can kind of feel, yeah. okay, if she says she's scared of color, we're staying away from reds. We're staying away from brights. Yeah. Sunshine colors. Yeah. We're going to keep it in a neutral family. If she's just like, oh, I'm going out somewhere and I love color. It, it kind of helps me to kind of figure out which kind of lane to go to. Yeah. I don't really have anything that like specifically inspires me. 
it's me, I just kind of talk to my clients and figure out how they feel and what they feel about makeup. And that's so important, too, whether you're doing someone's hair or you're doing their makeup. Mm -hmm. You want them to feel like this is still me when it's all over. And even that maybe they can even somewhat recreate it, Mm -hmm. even if it's not as of course, it's not going to be as well as you do it. Absolutely. And what I love about your looks is that a lot of people go for a more neutral, natural face Mm -hmm. and then like a pop of color on the lip. I see that a lot. I'm glad that you said that because I it took me some time to find my niche yeah. because of makeup is such a big thing right now. You get into the trend type of makeup mm-hmm. and you kind of get lost and swallowed in that. Because it changes all the time. It does. And it's kind of hard to kind of stay with that. But with the research that I've done, the classes that I've taken, the things that I've taken time to kind of just sit down and get to know myself about makeup artistry, mm-hmm. I knew that I loved for skin to look like natural skin. And if I was going to do anything popping, it's going to be the lips. Yeah. Because there's so many different colors you can play with. And then the eyes I kind of leave that up to the client if they just want something neutral or if they're wanting color Mm -hmm. there I kind of play with that but I always my base of everything is to make sure skin looks Looks like like skin skin. yeah and that's so important and I think that's something that even with me doing my face sometimes I worry about like am I looking cake face you look amazing or is this natural (laughs) but sometimes it just feels like it because as I'll be honest as much as I absolutely love makeup Mm -hmm. and I do I really don't like the feel of it on my face me neither I don't and it's like and sometimes especially when I've had a good day especially when I get the brows together Mm -hmm. because when you can make them at least look like sisters not twins exactly if they can look like they're in the family I'm thinking well I've got a good face day if those brows are together (laughs) and I don't want to wash it off but at the same time I'm like get this off my face get (laughs) it off my face it just feels like it's sitting yeah now of course it depends too on the product and Mm -hmm. there are better products and Mm -hmm. things that are lighter on the yeah. skin. Certainly, I have some foundations that really feel heavy and mm-hmm. cakey, whether they look it or not. And then others are more light. Mm-hmm. But yeah, at the end of the day, I'm like, get this off my face. I definitely understand. I don't yeah. know. Maybe it's because we do it ourselves and we do it constantly. It's yeah. kind of like, oh, I don't want to do it too much on myself. Yeah. yeah. Now, do you find that you go a lot without makeup? Or mm-hmm. do you feel like you're your own advertisement <laughs> and so you feel pressured to have it on all the time? You know, I wear makeup once a week and that's on Sunday when I go to church. No other day I have makeup on. I have to get better. I have to get better because I am my own billboard. I know that. But I just I just don't have the time. Yeah, I don't don't either. Like I it all depends. Like now with our schedule, my husband works first shift and he's up like before the crack of dawn. And so (laughs) lately since he's been up and of course he tries not to wake me up, but it does. So I've had like a little bit more time on certain days to play. But then there's days I just want my skin to breathe. Yeah. I just want a natural face Mm -hmm. and slap some moisturizer on and I'm out the door. Something on these dry, cracked (laughs) lips and I'm good. Sometimes I just I just have to let my skin breathe because I like I said, at the end of the day, I'm like, get this off my face. I feel you, especially with me doing makeup a lot. I just like to be comfortable. And sometimes when you have makeup on, depending on the environment, I'm sweating and I'm hot. I don't want all that on my face while I'm doing makeup. 
So I I watch a lot of uh, beauty guru, Mm. quote unquote, Mm. on YouTube, which, of course, you know, they're from horrible, (laughs) you're a hot mess all the way to fabulous. Right. And everything in between. And it seems like everybody kind of has either a part of their face or a product that they love. Like some people absolutely love liquid lipsticks Mm -hmm. or some people are all about mascara. Mm -hmm. What makeup item is the thing that you love the most that you could say I cannot go without this one or two things mm, that's hard I don't you know you like it all I, 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 if I can do a general face for myself yeah of course skin is always my thing I have to make sure my skin looks perfect uh-huh. um, I don't do eyeshadow on myself I haven't worn eyeshadow, eyeshadow really on my eyes why ma- not it doesn't. I don't have the time to do so because it takes a little bit of time. Yeah, but all I just the blending, feel, blending, yeah, blending. It takes time. You have to be patient. I'm um, with eyeshadow, and I just feel like I look a little different now to myself with eyeshadow on. I just prefer uh-huh. to have no eyeshadow on. Yeah. I do like a smudge liner, mm-hmm. some lashes, lip gloss, and I'm out the door. That's a quick, simple very look quick, that can yes. be very beautiful. Absolutely. You don't have to do too much. You know, eyeshadow to me is something that you can do and not do. If as long as you have your have your base down, yeah, you'll be good to go. Yeah, and I'm like that too. Like this past week I just did like well really it wasn't a simple eye it looked like it was simple there's like three different shades of brown that it really wasn't but it looked more natural and neutral right and I kind of like that or sometimes I'll just play up the liner and just do mm-hmm. a fun colorful eyeliner on top of like you know like a really natural because I'm brown yeah. so natural brown eye with like a pop of color mm-hmm. I absolutely love that yeah it's the holiday season Yes. So what are your tips? What's hot right now in beauty to look fabulous for your holiday parties and soirees? I think glitter is a big thing right now in regards to like holiday parties. Yeah. People are loving anything that's glitter. But putting the glitter where? On the eyes. Please, okay. please on the eyes. All right. I'm, I'm because the highlighters the can get kind of glittery and chunky too. I like a more of a kind of like a glow within highlighter. I don't like the I do glittery too. ones at all. I do too. Because uh, they kind of come off bad on pictures they look good in person but they kind of that give off a and then effect. depending on what condition your skin is in because oh, yeah. my skin it. you know i don't like to admit it but i do have 48 almost 49 year old skin great skin and you know there's some lines there and some of that stuff can girl block up those lines and i'm like <laughs> oh no this is a tragedy get this off so yeah that stuff can clog up those little lines that you're trying mm-hmm. not to hide highlight but trying to make them go away yeah there's a process to making sure um, anything that's highlighted because highlighter is made to um, bring attention to that area and yeah. if you have pores and acne and you put that on on top of that oh, oh yes. we're gonna see that because that's what that is supposed to do is bring attention to that so what are some looks that you think are going to be some trends in makeup that you think are going to be going away for 2018 or that or, or you would I like hope. to see yeah <laughs> goes away um i'm ready for this cut crease to go it can it can leave a lot of people are doing like the um if you look at like drag queens they have the dramatic cut crease that is like impeccable on them yeah but when you have a girl who's going to the mall with just a cut crease on it looks a little different it's yeah. more so for I like a, a show special occasion yeah, it's, even in that it's more so for like if you have like a show to do because it draws so much attention to the eye 
Yeah. Especially if you're like kind of far away. But if you're just doing something generally, I think a cut crease could probably go. The glittery highlighters could definitely go. Yeah. Um, there's a way that you can get that, what they call the J-Lo glow. There's yeah. a way that you can get that glow without it being glittery. So that can leave too. The overlined lips can also go. I've never liked that either. And I have never understood <laughs> why people like will line their lips with black. Yeah. And if you're listening to me and that's you, please do not be offended. Don't be offended. We're just <laughs> talking about like trends and stuff. But I would encourage your heart <laughs> to get yourself a neutral liner yeah. that like kind of matches your skin mm-hmm. tone that it's going to blend in that will go with whatever lip right. color you're putting on top of it. Mm-hmm. Now, that's not to say that that ombre effect isn't cute. Well, all of those there's things a are difference trends. between the ombre and yeah. black liner. All of those things are trend. Like the black liner was hot in the 90s. Very yeah. hot in the was 90s. Was it ever hot? It was, well, for that time frame it was hot. Because <laughs> when you think of trends, they all kind yeah. of go and come and go and come. Yeah, that's so true. So the, the dramatic wing liners, the bright colors, they did that in the 80s. So I a lot of that never, stuff is kind of... I like a little wing. Like I do a little baby wing mm-hmm. on myself, but I have weird shaped eyes anyway that it's just hard for me to like get yeah. it to go up how it's supposed to. So I try to stay away from it because what I find when I'm doing liner is I'll get one side that looks <laughs> awesome. I'm like, woo, that's a good liner day. And then, girl, I go to do the other one, and it's twice the size, the thickness of the other side. Then I've got to go back to the other side and try to make it Mm -hmm. thick. And then it's just turning into a hot mess. Yeah, and then you have to start all over. Yeah, so sometimes I just pop on lashes and just leave the liner alone. Yeah, we're getting to an area where we're probably going to switch trends eventually. I mean, trends come and go. That's the purpose of having a trend. One thing that I know that stays and what I try my hardest to do when I'm doing anybody's makeup is for my my makeup to transcend time. I want it to be timeless. So when you look back at it, it's like, oh, when did I get that done? Especially for those special moments, like if it's your wedding or, you know, a landmark birthday or something special, then you want to be able to look back in those pictures and say, I look, that looks, that would look just as good today as it did 10, 15 years ago that is the goal and so what do you think that looks like as far as a face what do you think is a timeless look to me timeless is getting rid of all trends yeah because of course trends will put you in a specific time frame and they don't look great on everybody they don't you have to know what looks good on your face right you get a a mixture of people who may say if you have like an extra hooded eye where you basically cannot see the lid of your eye when your eyes are open yeah a cut crease may not look good on you because when your eyes are open we can't see you can't see it anyway most of the time people don't really understand that so it's kind of hard to break those things down but yeah I've I feel like I've done or I'm getting to a place where my clients know what I do and what I don't do yeah and so the people that come to me know that this is what I'm going to get from her right they can trust the, right. what the end result is going to be and right. that's huge to trust your face to someone absolutely that's big that's yes. just as important as trusting your hair mm-hmm. yeah hair and makeup is the two things that it's like okay you doing this for me please do it right do you approach clients differently based on age and do you really see a big difference in the skin in the ages of course a young person's going to have skin like butter mm-hmm. it kind of depends on the person and how well they take care of their skin too mm-hmm. um, skin care is very important when you're talking about makeup yes it's nice to look good but if your skin underneath that is not taken care of that's a big yeah. problem and so it just kind of depends on that person and if they're taking care of their skin because I've done makeup on girls in high school that really don't have great skin and that's because they don't take care of their skin Yeah. and then I've done some in their 50s and her skin is like butter so it just kind of depends right so what do you suggest 
suggest as far as skincare? And at what age do you think people should start addressing it? Because I know this this sounds terrible. Mm -hmm. I have just within the last year, year and a half started moisturizing. And that's awful. Yes. Can you believe it? That's (laughs) terrible. Because like I always wanted to and I and I felt like I had skin that my pores clogged easily mm-hmm. and but that's not true I mean it can if you just have horrible products but there's something for all skin types mm-hmm. out there for you to be able to moisturize and not look like a grease ball absolutely it so just, at what age should you start taking it seriously I, I think that once you're in your high school age because your hormones are changing and all of that you should kind of get some type of routine mm-hmm. of course your, your skin is going to change while you're in high school but you want to tend to those issues that you have mm-hmm. so then once you have um, kind of like a steady process going it's not as hard for you to start it once you get a little bit older when you get into your 20s your skin kind of settles into its ways but when you get into your 30s it kind of start to change and as you get older it, gets, it changes more and more so I say that skin skincare should start when you're in high school mm-hmm. and then just kind of continue that along your skin is going to change when your skin changes the products should change as well and I was gonna say for me I'm a person that it's so easy for me to get stuck in a rut with mm-hmm. products but I think just like when I use certain things on my hair after a while it doesn't really work anymore I don't know if it's because my hair has gotten conditioned to Mm -hmm. it or whatever so it's important to change that up and I think for your skincare routine too I think um, if you find something that works for your skin you should do that yeah Um, because sometimes people can have certain irritations to the skin and switching it up may cause a breakout it may cause a rash or even burn you so and especially if you got a special event coming up oh that is not not the time <laughs> to be dinking around exactly, with yes. your skincare routine. Absolutely not. No. I think they sh- if, if you're looking for a skincare regimen and you don't know where to start, I would say see an esthetician. Yeah. They can specifically let you know what's wrong with your skin, what you need to do for certain areas of your face and mm-hmm. suggest products that would work for you. And your diet really makes oh, a big difference oh, yeah. too. Like, drink your water. <laughs> yeah. Lots, tons of water. The more water you drink, the better. Sometimes mm-hmm. for some people, dairy's bad and mm-hmm. that affects their yeah, skin. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, so, yeah, knowing what works for you and knowing how your body reacts to what you put in it yes. makes a difference on how your skin looks. Because yes. your skin is like the biggest organ of your body. Yes, it is. And it tells a lot about your overall mm-hmm. health. It does. It does. That is, that's very true. And a lot of people don't know that. I don't think a lot yeah. of people understand that. No, they don't. And yeah. it's important. You can tell a lot. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing that I, I love about you and your artistry is that you are willing to learn oh, from yeah. the best. Yes. So talk Talk about some of the experiences that you've had, because there's one person in particular that you sat in on a training, and I was almost jealous. It's like, oh, I would love to sit under him because he oh, is Rennie. about to skin. Yes, Rennie Vasquez. <laughs> oh, he is amazing. Makeup artist to the stars. Oh, yeah. You name the star. He's, he's, he's done the their face. He he's definitely done Serena, Sierra, Lala, Gabrielle Union. Yes. And non-black artists as well. Mm -hmm. He's amazing. I was, this year was my year of educating myself and getting to a place where I felt comfortable in my artistry. Mm -hmm. And so he was one, um, the makeup artist before Rennie is actually Sam Fine. I don't know if you know Sam Fine. Yes, I'm very familiar with his work. I'm obsessed with Sam Fine. Mm -hmm. Um, And I didn't get a chance to go to his class. And so I told myself this year, if Rennie puts on another class, I don't care what it's for, I'm going to it. Mm -hmm. And so he put on a photography class for makeup. 
makeup artist that could take better pictures of makeup. Yeah. And he kind of slid in some gems as far as makeup is concerned in there as well. But um, I had to fly clearly over to D.C. and stay So you there. went all the way to D.C.? Yeah, by myself, without my husband. Oh, myself. wow. <laughs> went to D.C. because I was so determined to go to this class because yeah. I felt like it's kind of hard to find your footing. There's so many artists. Yeah. And so I wanted to find my footing and I was willing to pay whatever I needed to pay to get that education that I needed to get. Mm-hmm. So his class, I went to his class um, one day and the very next day I went to another makeup artist class that I admired her work. Mm-hmm. Went to her class to learn some more things. So I've been going to a couple classes this year to get myself up. I think it's awesome when you can see someone's face and you can say, that's Rennie. That's Sam Fine. That's Patrick Ta or whatever his last name is. And you can you just recognize the artistry and and it is art and Mm -hmm. everyone has their own unique imprint on how they do it. Mm -hmm. That was I'm I'm seeing that in your work. Like you can see, like when you see your pictures, I'm like, that of course that's (laughs) Nisha's work. Of course it is. That was the goal. I wanted people to be able to look at my work and know that it was mine. And I didn't want it to look like, because when you say Rennie, Rennie is good on, like, he's amazing on skin. Yes. And I wanted to get to that place where my skin was great, but I didn't want it to be like his. Yeah. I knew that I loved colored lipstick. I couldn't get away from that. And they like more so neutral lip. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to make sure, okay, I love a popping lipstick and I like for eyes to be as sultry and as sexy as possible. Yeah. That's my thing. And so I found that in going to these classes. Where are you with contouring? Is that over? Or I don't think it's ever going to be over. Do you think it really enhances the face? Because I have been contouring lately <laughs> because um, I kind of went ham at Thanksgiving, unfortunately. <laughs> And I gained a couple of pounds, which I hate to admit, but I did. And I can see it in my face. Mm -hmm. My face is not quite as slender as it has been. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to contour that away. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know if I'm doing something wrong, but I look at my face after I've contoured and I'm like, girl, (laughs) you look the same as if you didn't spend that extra 10 minutes contouring or 15. What do you think? I love a good highlight and contour, but it depends on the face shape you cannot contour everybody's face the same yeah when you look at youtube videos which i mean i did youtube for a little bit and you don't do it anymore i used to watch your videos no i've been so busy doing you know the business that i haven't had a chance to but with me doing youtube it taught me that everybody's face is not the same and so when i go to do someone's makeup someone's face may be rounder someone may have a square face it just kind of depends on the face and so you contour accordingly like if a girl has already a small forehead why would you contour her forehead Contouring is supposed to make something smaller. So if yeah, her forehead well, I is definitely already... am not, do not have that problem. I'm like five finger forehead over here. So I could definitely contour right. that thing so away. It just kind of depends. It depends on the person. But I, yeah. I think contouring looks amazing if it's done correctly. Yeah. So when you contour, like how deep should the contour be? I would always say one to two shades darker than your complexion. You don't want to go too deep because that's when most it people gets that muddy. you see like the gurus are like Mm-mm. that shade is like 10 shades darker than your face it's like i'd be all day trying to blend that out and it it, it, there's there's touch and go places when it comes to highlighting and contouring what i've learned Mm -hmm. from rennie is that uh women of color always have more than one color in them normally we're a little bit darker around our perimeter because that's where the sun kind of hits yeah so like in your shoulder area on the outside of your arms that's the darkest place of your body Mm -hmm. so if you can find a shade that matches that shade it's all kind of got to go blend together and work for you um so when you're doing your contour kind of look at that color and see if it matches any dark tones in your skin Mm -hmm. already and if it matches 
just perfect. That's interesting to know because for years and years, I didn't wear eyeshadow at all. Yeah. But I've got different colors in my lids naturally. So mm-hmm. people always said, you've got on eyeshadow. And I'd be like, no, I don't. That's <laughs> just my skin. It's just I've got color, different colorations yeah. in my eyelids. Yeah, we have at least three different shades. What's the perfect way to like pick your foundation? Because that's, to me, the most important thing on your face. It's your foundation. Absolutely. I think the best test is to test the center of your chest. If you put it to your face, some women of color, and I'm just speaking on women of color here mm-hmm. um, some women of color are darker in their face and their neck but lighter in their chest yeah that's how I am yeah. like my chest is like probably two to three shades yeah, lighter easily than I'm my face way. so I should get it to match my chest I would say to get a shade that's closer to the chest color because and this just kind of depends if you're wearing something that's a little low cut and it shows your chest mm-hmm. and you have on the shade of foundation that matches your face and neck it's not matching all the way down so it's going to look mask like exactly. or you're going to see that line of demarcation right. it's going to look like you may have tried to get a foundation too dark mm-hmm. it's because most people don't know that you may be darker in your face and your neck so it's kind yeah. of good to kind of match the center of the chest yeah and then when you're doing your highlighting um, and your contouring that's how you bring those colors back to where everything kind of blends together better yeah so that was a, the whole purpose of a highlighting contour. and it's good to know too like when it comes to foundation and you know I'm learning this the hard way and by <laughs> trial and error yeah but I have to use a different foundation in the winter time than when I do in the summer. Yes. In the wintertime, I need something that's a little bit thicker Mm -hmm. and heavier. Mm -hmm. Um, And in the summertime, it has to be the opposite. It has to be something that's light because I will go greasy on you in a (laughs) heartbeat (laughs) and go dry as ashy dust in the wintertime. Yeah. So you really need to be aware of what foundations, what they do to your skin at different times of year. And also the shades, too, because you're lighter in the winter because it's not as much sun. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so you need to have some um, foundations that are different shades. Absolutely. Let's talk specific products. Okay. Because I go high and low. Yeah, me too. With my makeup. So what is a product of anything, of anything that you're going to put on your face? I'm talking makeup, not skincare, because we know that can just go through the roof. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, But as far as makeup, if you're going to spend the bulk of your dollars, what do you not want to skimp on? I do not like to skimp on foundation. Me either. I will spend my money on foundation. There are some good drugstore alternatives. Yeah. But with me being a makeup artist, I want to make sure that it actually lasts you the time frame that you need for it to last you. That and I would love to save a coin on drugstore foundations, (laughs) but I get frustrated because yeah. it's hard to find them in my shade. Exactly. They're, they're it's not like, as wide. hello, who do you think is shopping at Walmart? <laughs> Stop playing with me, Revlon and everybody else. They're trying their hardest to get better, but it's slowly but surely getting there. And for the darker shades that you have, Mm -hmm. everybody does not want to look oompa loompa red. Everybody's not orange. We have yellow ones Everybody, Yeah, (laughs) I have to have either a yellow undertone Mm -hmm. in my foundation or neutral. Yep. That orange stuff, I'm I'm telling you, I will go straight oompa loompa. I think everybody's orange. We're not all orange. And we actually have women who are olive, who are olive toned, and Mm -hmm. they have no foundation for olive toned. Yeah, absolutely none. So kudos to the makeup brands that, you know, have already gotten it together. So what are some foundation uh, brands that you'd say stick out to you that are women of color friendly, have a good range? I love Lancome. Yeah. 
that's a winner. Lancome. Lancome is good in Estee Lauder. I actually got my yeah. mom hooked on Estee Lauder. Yeah, I the like ball. the Estee Lauder double wear. Oh, that's, Sometimes that's it gets it too is. thick for me in it the does. summer. It, you know what? If but you that's have my winter go-to. If you have a foundation that you really like um, and it just not does not work for you in the summertime, if you use a moisturizer and just kind of uh-huh. shear it out, it'll shear it out for you. You can still use it. Yeah, that's awesome. You won't have awesome. to switch it up. I also like Makeup Forever. Really? I do. I have a love-hate relationship with them. Like, sometimes they come off a little orange to me. Yeah, they can, but... um. The wait list, I'm trying to think. I should have written the name down so I could be better prepared. But That's it's right. their uh, wait list something foundation. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I like that one because it actually comes in different undertones. Yes. And the one I use, it's like slightly yellow, slightly neutral, and I really like it. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a formula of theirs. It's the Velvet Matte. Velvet I matte absolutely I love it. the formula. Mm-hmm. I have not found a color in that, though, that does not look too orange orange mm-hmm. on me I have it and I have to mix it with something else to like take down the the redness of it but I love it and I and I appreciate any company that really really has to me if you're if you're really trying to cover everyone mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it's impossible to do it 100% but to me you need to have 30 shades and above absolutely if you don't have a 3-0 and above number <laughs> to choose from quit playing with me because I know that at the end of your 15 shades mm-hmm. only two or three of them are going to be women of color friendly. That's why Rihanna's Fenty was so popular. I was just getting (laughs) ready to go there. I have not tried her foundation yet. That's my next purchase Mm -hmm. because actually, believe it or not, I'm running low on foundation, which is hard to believe. It's kind of sad. But yeah, it'd be a tragedy. Can't let that happen. But I'm going to get her um, foundation Mm -hmm. and I'm going to get the primer with it. I've heard good things. I haven't used it yet. I haven't had a chance to actually put it to use. Um, but to a lot of my makeup friends, they have told me that it is absolutely amazing. And it, yeah. it kind of settles into the skin a little bit better. So I'm excited to give it a try. Yeah, because from um, the photos that you see, which, of course, all that's doctored. Oh, yeah. Fabulous. <laughs> but it looks like the skin looks like skin. Mm-hmm. And I can appreciate that. Yeah. I can definitely appreciate and that. And what I have learned, too, as far as, like, foundation, I used to just feel like, oh, I've got so many blemishes. I just need to cake, cake, cake mm-hmm. the foundation. No, mm-hmm. you, like, color correct or whatever, yes. what few problem areas you have. Yes. That way you can keep the foundation on the rest of your face mm-hmm. relatively light. Yes. That right. is the correct way to do it. A lot of people don't know too much about color correcting. They just think, okay, let me put this foundation on. Okay, it's still kind of peeking through. Let me put more on. Okay, still peeking through. Put more yeah. on. Before you know it, you got a whole bunch of cake on your face. Yep. And it's sliding off and looking (laughs) a hot mess. So what are your tips out there for the beginner? Because there, I I run into so many women, you would not believe, that approach me when I have makeup on. They're like, oh, I love your makeup. I want to do that, but I just don't know where to begin. I don't know what to do. So for someone that is a beginner that's kind of timid or um, shy about doing it or intimidated mm-hmm. by the process, what are some simple steps to get them into it? I would, first of all, let them know that they don't want to pay attention to everything that's going on because having so much information thrown at you at once can kind of scare you away from it's overwhelming do, yeah, it'll scare you away um what i would suggest is for you just to kind of start with the basic don't try to get into eyeshadows too heavy because that mm-hmm. is something to me eyelashes okay but eyeshadow and brows take yeah. the longest to get oh the so. struggle <laughs> is real when it comes to brows it takes a minute i think i just barely <laughs> 
have it together. And when I say barely, I mean barely <laughs> have my brow game together. Yeah. That takes it my takes brows takes the longest of my face. Mm-hmm. I would say start with the base. Start with your basics. Get your foundation color together. Get your eyeliner or whatever ex- extra that like the lipstick lining and all of that. Get that perfect and then mm-hmm. take your time. And when you have absolutely nothing to do, sit and play in your eyeshadow. Sit and play with your brows because it's going to take some time. Yeah. To fall slash or to not fall slash. I'm personally addicted. Me too. Because I have known that my natural lashes, you can't find them. They're microscopic. <laughs> you so know I kind of have to in a sense. Lashes to me are almost like a necessity. And I don't have like short lashes, but I feel like when you do a face and you put a lash on, it's like, oh, that's that, that's the that's finishing it. touch. Yeah, that's like, what I feel yes. with lashes. Lashes kind of heighten the look a little bit for me. So I would say lashes. Absolutely. And play with them. Yes. And if you get some lashes, especially as a beginner, mm-hmm. and that they're hard for you or it's a struggle, because like, you know, I've been doing lashes now probably consistently for the last five, six years Mm -hmm. probably 10 but who knows (laughs) but anyway I still struggle with the bands Mm -hmm. I like the ones that have the what do you call it the just the natural line that doesn't have the band are you talking about the invisible line ones yeah the invisible line ones I use really thin Yes, okay. I usually have to go with that because if you do not place though that band on your eye, yeah, it's gonna look a fake mess. How do you apply them? What do you apply them with? You with your hands? I I'm at the point now where I can I can do them really well with just my fingers. Okay. At first, I was using a little applicator uh-huh. thing, which is still good. I think that gives you a bit more of a stable base to do exactly. it. So I would recommend doing that or some tweezers or tweezers. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm always scared to stab myself. And I'm gonna. <laughs> Stab myself in the eye and go blind. So I, yeah, I almost had an accident with that that we shall not go into. But yeah, I'm pretty good enough at it now that I can just pop them on with my finger. Yeah, I mean, it, but the, it, the you have to work some, to get to that point. Yeah, <laughs> anything with the eyes and up take a little bit more time. And sometimes yes. people start makeup and it's like they give up because they didn't get that brow just right. It's like you have to continue to do this until and you get it. And it's practice. Absolutely, we're you talking years. Yes, I'm still learning. Yeah, and I've been doing this all basically <laughs> ten, last ten years. I'm still learning things. So, yeah. 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 The brow is a struggle, but (laughs) it will make the complete difference in your face. Yes. For sure. That and lashes. So Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, no makeup look for me is complete unless the brows are at least (laughs) 60% looking okay and I've got a good lash on. Yeah, you don't have to always walk out with a full full beat all the time. There's some natural looks that can be wearable for every day. Yeah. Yeah. Usually I'm like all or nothing, but I think I do natural sometimes. (laughs) I'm all or nothing now. I'm going to try. 2018 is the year of trying (laughs) new things. Is 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 2018 going to be the year of the natural face for Lanisha. I've been natural for all this year. Like my mom gets on me about it because she's like, um, you know that you do makeup and you should be wearing it more. And I'm like, I don't have time to be putting makeup on. But next year I'm going to try to do it a little bit more. We're going to see how that goes. We're gonna so see. for someone that wants that little extra pampering and to have someone actually do it, what are the occasions that you say warrant that little extra treat to yourself to have a professional such as yourself do it? I think anywhere you're going to be photographed, you need makeup on. 
because mm-hmm. those are things that you're going to look back on. So like weddings or um, I get girls for like Christmas parties where they're going to have pictures. Yeah. Taken. Anything where you're going to be photographed, you want to make sure you look your absolute best. Um, but I, then I also get those clients who are just like, I just want it done because I want it done. Yeah, just to make <laughs> yourself feel good. You don't yeah. have to even necessarily have a special occasion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just that little boost for the day. Just like when you go get your hair done, you yeah. don't have to have a special occasion going on. You just yeah. you want to look good. You want to feel good for yourself. Yeah, there's no restrictions. You can get it done whenever you feel. Tell me more about your studio and how people can contact you if you live in the central Illinois area. And if you don't and you've got deep enough pockets and enough coin. <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> You can pop this chick on an airplane, too, okay? Don't get it twisted. She will travel if the coin is right and paid up front. Well, I'm here in Peoria. My uh, address is 6707 North Sheridan. I'm in Suite G. Um, I'm actually right up the street from Bicycle Safety, so not too far off of Sheridan. Yeah. Um, You can find me or book me on my website, softglamourbeauty.com. You can also find me on Instagram, softglamourbeauty on Instagram. And I'm on everything social media, softglamourbeauty. Yeah. I pretty much stalk you everywhere (laughs) because I just love looking at the makeup looks. I'm like, I appreciate it. I love that. I appreciate it. Like I saw a photo earlier earlier today of some of a girl that you did she had like blonde hair oh yeah and a really dark lip yes that looked so good I don't think I could pull off that dark (laughs) lip because I look like you know Elvira been (laughs) dug up from the grave but that was really good I enjoyed that one that was a favorite one so far she was definitely like, I love black lipstick. Let's go for it. I'm like, yes, I want to do black lipstick. Because <laughs> I don't see that. You don't see it often. Usually your clients, they either want a natural lip or red. Or well, red. you can never go wrong with a red. You can never go wrong with I a red. I think you have to find one of my tips for today. Yes. Find a good red for you. Yes. Figure out what red works for your undertone because mm-hmm. every red doesn't work. Say that again. Yes. <laughs> every red does not work. Like for me... I have to have a, a blue undertone yes. red, and a good one is the MAC one. Ruby what Woo. Is it? Ruby Woo. Yes. That's a good one for me because that's a blue-toned red. It's still vibrant. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. But that's the kind of red that I have to use for my skin tone. What about works you? works for everybody. Yeah, like that the, one is a good one. That is a good one, but that works kind of like for everybody. That's yeah. the one that's a staple in my kit is Ruby Woo by MAC. Yeah, um, you can't go my, wrong with Ruby Woo. No, you can never go wrong with that. But my favorite red would have to be Devotion by Milani. They have a, really? a liquid lipstick. I'm a liquid lipstick And that's lipstick affordable. Liver. Yeah, yeah. See, I have mixed feelings about liquid lipstick because as I'm old, Older, mm-hmm. And my lips seem to be have a little bit more lining in them. Uh-huh. Some of those liquid lipsticks can go they crustacean can yes. on me. You definitely like, have to make easily. sure you like get all of this. But extra if skin I off. that I exfoliate my lip first mm-hmm. and then I'll put like a little balm underneath, yep. which sometimes depending on the lip product that you're using, it can um, detract and take away from that. Um, the madness, the yeah. madness. And it can also make it slide off your lips yep. more and not stay. But if it's going to keep you from looking looking like crusty day-old bread in the lips, <laughs> by all means, put a little bit of balm on your lip first. I am a lover of, of a liquid lipstick, but that is true. It's not for everybody. Yeah. It's definitely not for everybody. And you really have to know what you're doing, especially yes. if you try to do it without a liner. Oh, yeah. I'm still kind of addicted to my liner. I'm yeah. getting to the point where I can do it without having a liner, mm-hmm. but... I don't know. It just looks Liners a little bit more good, polished. Though. They make they they kind of help with the outlining of it and making sure you stay in your line. Kind of like when you were a kid, when yep, you drew. that too. And then if you're if you have aging skin like me, you have more bleeding in your lips. Yep, you get a lot of bleeding. Yeah. And so if you've got a good liner on and you've applied it well, it's going to keep 
whatever product that you have on, whether it's lip gloss or whatever, Mm -hmm. from bleeding through. Yep, that is correct. Any final tips or suggestions for us as we wrap up? Um, Well, I'm always going to preach skin. Yeah. Take care of your skin. Makeup is amazing. It looks beautiful when you have it on. Yes. But you have to take care of your skin. And please don't sleep in your makeup. Yeah. Now, I am good about that. I can't sleep in it because it would just drive me nuts and I'd be clawing at my face probably in my sleep. But you would be stunned at the clients that have told me... I've made my makeup last two to three days. What? And I'm just cringing like, please don't do that to your skin. But if you're paying a hefty <laughs> coin. That's their excuse. For a look, <laughs> then I might be like sleeping on my back yeah. with my head mounted in some way that my face is not <laughs> going to move either. I've had that. I've had people but, who go to Vegas. They'll come and get their makeup done and be heading to Vegas uh-huh. and get on a plane. They'll go to Vegas and have the makeup on at least one or two days while they're there. And I'm like, what are you doing? You need to take care of your skin because you're going to age. And when you sleep in makeup, it ages your skin. So yeah, take care absolutely. of that. Um, one final thing. Speaking of that, do you suggest using a finishing spray or a setting spray on the face or no? I personally myself like them. And I use them more so with weddings because you get bright to uh, cry and they sweat. Um, and it kind of helps kind of keep that at bay. It's not something that's necessary. Um, you can use like the MAC um, Fix Plus. Yeah. It's good like a refresher to kind of make you look more awake. Yeah. Um, but it kind of depends on the person. I personally like setting sprays because I notice that it does set and it lasts long. But long. I've used some setting sprays that I have been upset because after I did my face, <laughs> they either left dots in my face, what are like you using? like water spots. What are you using? I don't really want to say. Okay. All right. But it may have been something that you've mentioned already. And I don't know what it was. And it could have been that the product I was using was or shady. Did you, did you, was it too close to your face? No. Because like, it's supposed to be like a mist. Like Even a if mist. you like spray it in the air and just kind of let it fall Yeah, the Or I've, I've used some where I felt like it messed up my eyes. I'm like, oh, I actually had a good eyeshadow day. And it just like made my eyes wet and just. Well, the, the setting sprays that I use are a little expensive. So yeah. it may depend on that as well. I like Scandinavia, if you've ever heard of Scandinavia. Yes. They're my favorite to set. And I like Model in a Bottle as well. Okay. Those would be my two. I've used Urban Decay here and there every once in a great while. But yeah. I like to spend a little little money on my setting sprays i think that's important because if you've had your makeup done by someone or you've taken the time to do it yourself and Mm -hmm. you have that bomb day the last thing you want to do is ruin it with the setting spray because yeah i've actually run into that before myself i have Mm -hmm. to have run into that and that's not good Mm because there was one day i thought i was cute And then I had water spots on my face. And I'm yeah. like, this is not this is not happening. You so I had to, to get fix you a, my foundation. A diva fan. I do that. Buy a diva fan and kind of just fan myself. I do yeah. that for my clients, too. Yeah, I need to do that. Maybe I'll even walk around with that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but Nisha, thank you so much for sharing your beauty tips. Once again, please make a visit to her website and see her beautiful work, softglamourbeauty.com. And thank you so much. Um, Today, it's been a fun departure. I know we talk about like serious topics. And Nisha said she's even cried a couple times in my podcast. So it's been a pleasure to actually talk about something fun. And it is a part 
of making yourself happy. Because sometimes, if, especially if you have low self-esteem or you just need some sort of pick-me-up, you just had a breakup, whatever, you just want to zhuzh yourself up a little bit, makeup is a good way to do it. And it's certainly a good makeup day will put a smile on my face. And that's all that matters. And probably on my husband's nose. But although I will say he's so sweet and he says that he prefers me without it, the jury's out on that, but I'll take it. So anyway, with that, you guys, as I always tell you, do something to make yourself happy this week. And uh, hopefully you've been motivated to play in some makeup because that will certainly do it. You don't have to spend a million bucks if you're just starting out. Start with drugstore stuff and then work your way up because that's what I did. Now, I don't mind spending a coin because if I find a product that I like, I don't care what it costs. I'm going to save up if I have to and I'm going to get it because that makes me happy too. So you guys do that. Do something wonderful for yourself that's going to make you happy in this next week. And remember, that's not being selfish. It's self-care. So until next time, you guys take care. Be sure and subscribe. We're on iTunes, Google Play and SoundCloud now. We'll be adding some other places. And you can always just go to my website, gethappywithj.com. Just the letter J, nothing fancy. I didn't get all strong J on the J. So just go to the website and you can, you don't have to look any further. You can listen to all my podcasts. You can catch up on this one and all the others. And so just catch up and binge with your girl Jay. And I would absolutely love to hear from you. Like my Facebook page, Get Happy With Jay. That's the best way to communicate with me because I'm a lazy social media person, which I know I have to get better at it. But this is a one woman show. So you guys, once again, do something to make yourself happy. And until next week, be blessed. Oh,